Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. All right. Hey, everybody. Rob here for uh, this week's call. I got a couple of cool things to share with you. I think you're going to enjoy it, especially if you're content creators. And hey, you're part of Bestseller Publishing's family, so of course you're content creators. But especially if you're content creators, because we're going to talk about how to never run out of amazing ideas to create compelling content. And that could be for books, but it also could be for blog posts, for podcasts, for video, uh, for anything uh, short form or long form type of content. So let me give you a little bit of background. Um, what to write about is always a challenge that is uh, presented to us by potential clients. So this is something that you know on a regular basis uh, we deal with and, and face trying to help people understand hey, you got plenty to share in your book because of your expertise, whatever that is, there's plenty for you to, to talk about. Um, by the same token, creating content on a regular basis for blogs, podcasts, videos, etc., is a little bit more challenging unless you have a framework in place. So let me give you a couple of, let, let me give you a couple of examples and stories and then I'm going to kind of lead into it. These examples may not be, you may not understand the exact relevance uh, until I, I deal with it, but uh, but you'll see it. There, a light will come on at some point. So I was on Facebook just earlier, just a little while ago, and I uh, came across this CNBC post by a company called Booster Fuel. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Booster Fuel. I had not, but they're doing 200000 bucks a day, and they're only in two locations at this point. And basically what Booster Fuel is, is it's a company that buys gas directly from you know, not the, the, the stations themselves, but the, what is it, the distillery? Would it be a distillery? I don't know. That's, that's how you distill like whiskeys and stuff, but maybe gasoline too. I don't know. And uh, refinery, thank you, Garth, refinery. So they buy directly from the refinery and then they, they come and deliver directly to your car. You use an app on your phone. You basically, you know, uh, sign in with all of your information you pin where your car is. You don't even have to be at your car. You leave the, you know, your little, uh, you know, gas cap area open in case that there's like a lock internally in your car. And then that's it. They fill your car up with either regular or, uh, you know, like a premium gas. And then it charges automatically to your phone and to your account. I'm like, brilliant, right? It's brand new and it's doing $200,000 a day. Why is that brilliant? It's brilliant because somebody is executing on an idea that probably you and I have thought about a hundred times or, or more because it, it is, we, we now live in a very convenience-based society, right? We have groceries delivered by Amazon. We get an Amazon package every day. Whenever I want a book, unfortunately, I don't go to a bookstore. What do I do? I go to Amazon. I order my book directly off of Amazon, right? It's the same thing that you probably do. We're interested and look forward to convenience. So Booster Fuel thought about who their ideal client is and they thought about the biggest problem that that ideal client has and then they said we're going to solve it by bringing it directly to them. All they have to do is tap a button, tap where the, the car is located, pin it and then leave it and forget about it. They don't have to worry about putting their credit card in. They don't have to worry about getting gas on their clothes or on their car. They don't have to spend the extra seven minutes or ten minutes or however long 
And let me tell you something, mark my words, this is going to be a multi-billion dollar company that does this, and there will probably be some competition. Similarly, a little different, but similarly, I was with uh, Dean Jackson this weekend, great marketer. Uh, we've actually known each other since the real estate days. I was uh, in uh, Joe Stump's buy referral only program, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 maybe 15 years ago. That's where I originally met Dean. We played golf together. Dean's a, a brilliant marketer. And he was sharing with me a, a little bit about uh, the Kylie Jenner phenomenon. Um, in case you don't know, surely you surely know who Kylie Jenner is, but in case you don't know, Kylie Jenner has become a billionaire. Now you may say, oh, well, you know, because of all of the uh, media attention and focus, you know, that's why. Look, there are plenty of people with massive media attention that never become billionaires. In fact, her sisters never became billionaires. They're worth, you know, probably a hundred million plus, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, et cetera, but they never hit the billion dollar mark. And I think they're a long way off from the billion dollar mark, but she did. Here's the interesting thing about that. She did it with only seven employees. She has seven employees and she's a billionaire. Of course, what she did is she, created Kylie Cosmetics. And in a similar way to Booster Fuel, she thought about who her audience was. She obviously has a big audience. And she considered, you know, what could I offer? What product or service, in her case product, could I offer that would solve a problem for the majority of my audience? And she came up with Kylie Cosmetics. And the interesting thing is, of course, she doesn't uh, create these cosmetics or make these cosmetics herself. She basically partnered um, and, and brought on a firm that would partner with her to create Kylie Cosmetics. So in, in one sense, all of the fulfillment, all of the creation is completely outsourced. She doesn't have a thousand employees for a billion dollar company. She has seven, which may sound very attractive to you or may not. I don't know. The point being these two very, very different phenomena, one I just saw today and one, of course, that has been going on for a little bit of time, and I think she's only 22 years old, by the way, which is pretty cool, is both of these firms and all of us really need to be attuned to who our ideal client is and what exactly is the big problem or pain that we're solving for them. And by the way, there may be more than one that we're solving for them with our product or with our service and with what we do. In the um, example of Booster Fuel, it's a service that's being done. In the example of Kylie Jenner and Kylie Cosmetics, it's a product that's being sold and in some cases a low ticket product, but she has multiple products with high margin as well. So when it comes to never running out of ideas for great content, for your videos, your blog posts, etc., you are going to have to create themes around a couple of things. And I want to give you several questions that you should be asking yourself. Write these down. And I do have a tool for you at the end that I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you access to it that will actually, uh, you'll plug in the, the answers to these questions. And I'm going to show it to you in just a second. I'll share my screen. But you'll plug in the answers to these questions and it will actually jumble it up and mix stuff up so that, boom, you get different topics. And uh, a buddy of mine created this really, really brilliant. He calls it the content uh, amplifier template, I think. But I'll show it to you in just a second. 
And, uh, but these are the, this is how you need to be thinking, and these are the questions that you need to be asking in a general sense, both for your book as well as for any content that you're producing in an ongoing manner, including content like this, right? This is stuff that I'm asking myself for you when I'm producing content for you. So what are the questions? Well, when creating content, ask yourself, what's the number one big promise that my product or service offers? The number one big promise that my product or service offers. Now, by the way, you may have a couple of spaces below that and say, okay, if that's the number one promise, what's the number two promise? What's the number three promise? Because more than likely what you do for somebody and how you serve and help somebody offers not just the big promise, but it offers multiple smaller promise number two, promise number three. The next question, ask yourself, what is the ultimate pain that my client faces? The ultimate pain. Now, one may be the cart before the horse, but because you already have a, a business that's operating, you already offer things that solve problems, right? So you need to be thinking in terms of the, the products that you have. However, and here's the big however, when you ask yourself a question like, what's the ultimate pain that my client faces? several things can happen. Number one, you can look at the product or service that you're offering and you can say, does this really match up directly with the ultimate pain that my ideal customer has? And if it's a yes, and I certainly hope that it's a yes, then great, you move forward with it. On the other hand, there may be pain number two, pain number three, right? Besides the ultimate pain number one, there may be minor pains that your product or service can solve. And you need to be thinking in terms of, okay, uh, this is the big pain point that they have and my product solves it, but guess what? These other products can help solve it as well and they're not that far off from the thing that I offer. An example of that. So, and I'm gonna go through some of this on the content amplifier template as well with you so you can see it because I did it for myself also. So for example, with bestseller publishing, obviously we are uh, ghostwriting, we're helping people bring their ideas to fruition, we're publishing, we're doing book launches to number one, like we did for Mike today. Congratulations again, Mike, you get that email later with all the stats on it. But also, what else do we do? Well, we do media and PR. Why? Because getting somebody on TV with their best-selling book or getting somebody an article in Forbes or Entrepreneur or Success Magazine or maybe, you know, getting them on a big podcast, right, are also things that will help to build credibility, build authority, build somebody's audience. So what did we do? Well, when I started Bestseller Publishing, we didn't do media and PR. But a few years in, I saw this as a need. I saw this as a pain point that people had. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hire a publicist, a single one, and I'm going to see if this is something that we can do. I learned that it was, and I learned that we could do it excellently. So I hired publicist number two, publicist number three, and soon publicist number four, so we can continue booking our clients on radio, TV, media, etc. right? So it's solving a similar but different pain, right? So you ask yourself the question, what is the ultimate pain that my client faces? Along those lines, you say to yourself, question questions below that. What's the one problem, the number one problem that contributes to this pain 
that my client has. And then what's the number two problem that contributes to the pain? What's the number three problem that contributes to the pain? And I'll give you some examples to that. So that's one kind of line of, of reasoning and questioning that you're going to be doing. Along the same lines, but taking the opposite tack, you're going to ask yourself, what's the ultimate happy place for my client? This is where they are, but this is ultimately where they want to be, right? The, the old adage, uh, I think I first heard it 15 years ago from Dan Kennedy, nobody buys a drill because they want a drill. They buy a drill because they want a hole. And it's the same thing with your product or your service. Nobody is becoming a client of bestseller publishing just so they can physically hold in their hands a book. They want something else to come from that book, just like I want with Publish, Promote, Profit. You want that as well. So you need to dig a little bit deeper and ask yourself. And then along that line of thinking, what's the number one solution to get my client to their happy place, what's the number two solution? What's the number three solution, et cetera? Let me share my screen and show you this content template that I think will help you and give you a little bit of guidance on this. Now I'm giving you this, um, but please, when you go to the link, make sure you make your own copy rather than using my copy. Make your own copy and then you can use this and always adjust it. So some of these questions you'll see are, are, are similar, but they just ask about your business or business niche. So question number one, what business are you in? Question number two, what is your business niche? In, in my example, of course, what business am I in? Publishing, but that's really just part of what I do. And then what's the niche? Using a book for business growth. So now what could I have also said? I could have said what business I'm in, media and PR. And then I could have said using a book to get on radio, TV, et cetera. So I, there are several different angles of what I do, just like there are several different, several different angles for what you do as well. Then you'll see some of the questions that we went over. What big result does your product service solve? For me, I put creating celebrity and authority. What's the second big result? Attracting media and PR. What third big result does that get? Attracting clients, right? And that may even be switched around a little bit, but in one sense it doesn't matter because what the content amplifier template's gonna do is jumble all of this and give you some potential titles to work with to create content for yourself, okay? Going a little bit further down, what's the ultimate pain that your client, ideal client faces? Again, in this part of my niche, I wrote where your next client will come from, what is the ultimate happy place, massive lead generation, right? Becoming the hunted, what I would call it. Name the biggest problem that contributes to your client's ultimate pain, being unknown in their market, right? That's what contributes to not getting leads. Name the second biggest problem, not being an authority in the market. Maybe they're known a little bit, but they're really not known well. Name the third biggest problem, losing sales to other authorities, and I actually put a slash, and having to lower prices and compete on price, right? That may even be problem three and problem four, they're a little bit separate. But who wants to compete on price? When you're an authority, when you're a celebrity in the space, you never have to compete on price. And then what are the biggest solutions? Well, becoming the hunted instead of the hunter. You don't have to compete on price then. The second biggest solution, massive lead flow. The third biggest solution being well-known for their expertise. Now, I plug in all this information, including various things like name a company that's a leader in your niche, name a person that's a leader in this space. I put Gary Vaynerchuk in there. 
And then, boom, what does it do? Well, it jumbles it all up, and it creates 70, 80, 90 or so titles. Is that right? Uh, no, because it's 70. So it's like 72 or 75 different titles. And the titles are things like what you need to know right now about publishing, right? Uh, what you need to know right now about using a book for business growth. So it's taking you know, certain ideas, right? Certain themes, what you need to know right now. And then it, it intersperses those things with your answers, right? What do you need to know right now about creating celebrity authority? What you need to know right now about attracting media and PR? What you need to know right now about attracting clients? What you need to know right now about massive lead generation? Then it does the same thing with five secrets, the five secrets of publishing, the five secrets of using a book for business growth, the five secrets of creating celebrity authority, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a pretty cool little tool, but I think in one sense the 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 bigger idea is that what you're doing here is you're diving deep into what the pain points are, the problems are with your ideal client, and then you're simply answering those things for your ideal client with different um, themes, different ideas. And then that helps you to create the content. Really, really simple. I'm going to give you a link to this in the, um, in the private group so that you can have this, so you can use this, you can use this to create podcasts, you can use it to create video, you can use it to, to create chapters within your book, right? You can uh, use it to create lead magnets if you do online marketing, all those kinds of things, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. I wanted to give you a little of the psychology behind it, the idea of booster fuel, Kylie Jenner, and then dive deep into these are the questions you need to be asking yourself, and then also here is the tool that can help you to do it. Awesome. So thanks so much. Hopefully this is really helpful to you. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at Begin My Book. Dot com.